Welcome to The $100 Heiress, the only podcast that shares with you the raw and uncut journey of what it really takes to go from rags to riches. Prepare to learn how to transform your dream into your reality through hard work and tips that you won't receive anywhere else. So let's get into today's show. He was a husband, a son, a preacher, but yet practiced black magic, an entrepreneur, millionaire, adulterer, felon, drug trafficker, and suspected murderer, whom to present day is the connecting piece to the disappearance of three unsolved missing women cases in Florida. He was also my father. Hello, heirs. How are y'all doing? It's Tuesday, and I know I'm supposed to bring out the artificial tree book and read from it, but yesterday just wasn't a good day. And I'm just going to tell it like it is. It was stressful. I had a headache. Things were going wrong, right and left. And even though I should have stayed the course and did a podcast, I just, I I, I couldn't. So I'm not going to give an excuse why. I'm just going to say I didn't do it. But I have some good stuff for you guys today. So are you ready? Do you have your cup of tea, your cup of coffee? Maybe you need something a little stronger. Sit back, relax, and listen to the next few pages of the artificial tree. Now, actual real names of parties involved with my family's story will be withheld due to the sensitivity of this story. And out of respect to their present day families and lives. My mom never thought another man would want to love her and be a part of her and her baby boy's life. But such a man did exist. He was a minister in a small church in a quaint town in Florida. They even got engaged and Betty thought a chance of true happiness was within her grasp. This happiness came to a screeching halt as the chatter of church folks and neighborhood busybodies got a hold of my mom's new fiance and he became fearful for his own life and family. I mean, reasonably so that anyone would have doubts getting involved with someone involved in such a horrific tragedy. So the young minister broke my mom's heart. But she went on with her life, working and caring for her son, trying to forget Cleveland Hill Jr. Even though she knew in less than two years later, after the shooting, he was surprisingly out of prison. But we all know men like my father don't give up that easy. 
His attempt on her and my grandmother's life wasn't successful. So what's the next move of a homicidal, egotistical, fearless, and obsessive person? Cleve kidnapped Betty on her way to work and took her to a cabin-like cottage in the woods of Macon, Georgia. It was at this time my mother discovered that my father practiced black magic. She observed his chants and devil worship practices during her capture. Now my family strongly believes in spirits even to this day. So my mom wouldn't share everything she saw and heard back then as to not invite anything not of the Holy Spirit into our home. I didn't stay on that memory long, as I can tell that my mother began to tense up of her recollection of those events. How did you escape, Ma? Changing the subject. She said my dad wanted to get his son who my grandmother had during this time. Betty said Cleve wanted a complete family and was determined to make it happen. However, my mom wasn't welcoming him back. Even though scared that he may this time succeed in killing her and her entire family and his son included. Are you asking yourself, what could have possibly persuaded my mother in taking Cleveland Hill Jr. back and even remarrying him? Well, it was the church. The turn the other cheek, you don't get remarried while your husband still wants you. The divorcing isn't an option if your spouse fights against it. Pentecostal. Holiness Church. To us in this time, perhaps it wouldn't have mattered. We wouldn't have cared what the church members thought. I mean, after all, my father tried to kill my mother and her mother. But to my mom, her faith was everything. And she lives to please God. She still feels that way. But now, with more knowledge and wisdom, things shine a different light on certain situations. You know, one of my favorite scriptures in the Holy Bible is 2 Timothy 2.15. It says, Study to show thyself approved unto God. Needless to say, my mother wanted the approval of the church and my father's hypnotic charm as he attended a revival hosted by my mom's church at that time was all the saints needed to witness, to be convinced that Cleve had changed. Just his mere attendance and charm that he repented of what he had done. 
that he wanted to live a holy life, that he wanted my mom to give him another chance at being her husband. People fell under a spell when they came in the presence of my father. Whether it was friends, family, the law, and even the church. I even remember growing up how so many got drawn to him and loved him. And it's like they wanted to please him. Whether they knew what he was doing was right or wrong. No one held the two counts of attempted murder of his wife and mother-in-law over his head at that time. It was though it never happened. It was though Cleveland Hill Jr.'s life was protected under something or by something that we will never fully know the origin of.